What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 148 in the high. What's good, everybody? Hope everybody's staying safe out there. Thank you again for tuning in, whether you're on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app. What the fuck is good? We got a bunch of shit to talk about this week. They gave us the gathering infomercial. Quote, unquote, infomercial. A little bit different this year. But we got all the info for the gathering. They dropped the program, timeline, all that shit. We got some new music to get into. But I want to send a shout out to Ben M for sending in a donation this week. Much love to Ben for the donation. Super appreciated. Much fucking love. Anybody that's ever sent in a donation to the show, it's super appreciated. Like I can't thank you guys enough for doing that shit. Much fucking love. And yeah. Shout out to Ben once again. We got a bunch of shit to get into this week. So let's stop fucking wasting any time. Let's get into some new music real quick. Now we we did get some new music this week. Not much. And to be quite honest, of the new music that dropped, it was just kind of eh. But of the new songs that did drop, King Iso dropped his new track called Hypocrite. And this is probably my favorite song of the week, but I'm not super impressed by this song uh, by any means. You know, as far as King Iso songs go, I do got to say, each time I listen to it, I do like it a little bit more. I've listened to it probably four, maybe five times. And I do like it a little bit more each time. I like what he's talking about on here. Talking about him being a hypocrite if he kills himself and shit like that. Don't fucking kill yourself if you're fucking sad, suicidal, anything. Fucking reach out to somebody. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. But this song is is okay. I don't know. I feel like within the context of a full album, this song... I like... A weird choice of a first single for King Iso for a new album. I don't know. You know, compared to like World War Me, the singles we were getting right off the bat for that album, like we were getting some hard shit right off rip with that album. And this one, some more meaningful shit. Like I said, I like the the subject matter. And I, I, I don't know. I just want to hear it. Within the album, but of the songs that dropped this week, this one would have to be my favorite. Um, yeah. Let's get it to Suma. ROC dropped a brand new single this week. Shout out to the ROC. He dropped a new song called Drink Responsibly. Now, this track right here, I'm always looking forward to new ROC. I fucking said it a million times. Say it again. I, when he announced it last week, that he was dropping a new track on Friday. Instantly was like, yup, new ROC, let's get it. But this track right here, for me, not it. I do not like this song. I listened to it once, and I probably won't listen to it again. ROC usually stays pretty consistent, um, but this track right here, I don't know if this is just a leftover from somewhere or not, but I wasn't feeling this song right here, you know. Drink responsibly. The fucking subject matter is right there in the fucking song title. 
you can't figure it out, then I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, wasn't really feeling the fucking track. Um, but, you know, is what it is. Go, go bump all the other fucking ROC singles that this dude has put out uh, this year. This dude's put out a bunch of shit this year. All pretty much, you know, killer, except for that song right there. You know, he could have gave us an EP with all these new tracks. Um, but he just put them out there as singles. And that's just the new digital age of fucking doing shit. Dropping singles. So, new ROC is out there. I'm not necessarily feeling it. Uh, yeah. And then we got new Ritz. Ritz just fucking came out of nowhere. And dropped a brand new track. This week called Dig Deeper. I listened to this one once. Again, it's an okay song. I probably like it better than the ROC track. But for Ritz, eh, it's kind of like, it's kind of mid for Ritz. This song is just okay to me. And yeah, I, I don't know. He didn't promote this shit at all. Just all of a sudden fucking, hey, here you go. Uploaded some shit to YouTube. We'll be dropping on digital in a little bit. Enjoy. So that's out there as well. Ritz fucking been staying busy since he uh, left Strange Music. Dropped three albums since leaving Strange. Uh, two last year. And we've gotten a couple singles this year. I really like that single that he had with Vinny Paz produced by Sea Lance a couple months back. That shit was fire. I was hoping this Dig Deeper track was going to be some more C. Lance shit. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't think. I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it said who it was produced by, or he said on social media somewhere who it was produced by. But anyway, confusing my fucking self at this point. New Ritz out there, new ROC, and new King ISO. So yeah, go peep those shits out. Peep them shits. And let me know which one was your favorite track. Or what are you bumping this week? What was dope that I missed this past week? You know, we got a couple more tracks we'll talk about uh, later on in the podcast. But this week was just kind of not it for new music, which is okay. I just been going back bumping some old shit. You know? So, uh, let's stop fucking wasting time. And, uh... Let's ask the question. Is the gathering of the Juggalos 2021 a letdown? Is it a letdown? I see a lot of people fucking hating on it. Hating on the lineup. Hating on fuck pretty much the lineup. But let's fucking break it down. Last Monday, ICP, Jump Steady, we're supposed to have the infomercial for the gathering. Uh, but... Without any real fucking surprise, it was delayed till Tuesday. So we had to wait till Tuesday for them to drop the info for the gathering. They did go live Tuesday. I did not watch the infomercial live. Um, I didn't know how long it was going to go for, considering it was going to be live. And I usually go to bed pretty early during the week. Just because I got to wake up early for work. And I had planned on watching slash listening to it while at work the next day. 
and lo and behold, there is no infomercial on YouTube. They took the shit down as soon as the live stream was done. Don't know why. Uh, I haven't seen it up there since. But there is no infomercial online. If you didn't catch it fucking live, then you got asked out. But they did drop the program online for the gathering. So we did get the artist lineup, the timeline, all the events, everything that is going down at the gathering this year. There's a lot of shit going down at the gathering. And let's start with, before we get into the lineup, I got it fucking right here. But before we get into the actual lineup itself, let's talk about some of the events that the gathering has going down this year. We got the psychopathic auction going down, as they always do every year. And it seems like every year, and they've even said it during like their podcast and shit on the Patreon about how they're running out of items to give away for these auctions for Juggalos. Like, they don't have that much rare shit left. And it kind of shows with this, the items that they're auctioning off this year. We got some Jump Steady jerseys, work shirts, Violent J jerseys, uh, some Dark Carnival games. Uh, there's a bundle for that. Uh, of all the items that they're giving away, the coolest ones are probably uh, the stage-worn Dark Lotus mask uh, that was Violent J's during the Hatchet Rising tour. That's pretty dope. I always liked those masks. They were simple as shit, but they were fucking dope, man. That was like Tales from the Lotus Pod era. You know, fire as hell. Uh, The Yum Yum Bedlam charm is a prototype. Uh, One of one Yum Yum Bedlam charm up for auction. Looks pretty cool. I just think the Yum Yum Bedlam design is fucking fire. I love the look of the Yum Yum flower. Shit looks fire. Charm looks dope. And the other thing that looked pretty cool was uh, Blaze Your Dead Homie Colton Grundy poster proofs. So you get the proofs and some other shit that goes along with it. I don't know how the fuck... You know, how they did graphic design back in the day, but you get a bunch of, like, layers to the posters. I don't know. Looks pretty fucking cool. Some, like, behind-the-scenes work. I don't even fucking know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Never mind me. But we got the Psychopathic Auction going down. Not that many cool items, but is what it is. Um, Let's see what else they got. They got the contest, uh, contest, netting game, rap battles, wet t-shirt contest, costume contest, Juggalo Catch 21 game show. So they always got some shit like that going down at the gathering contests, whatnot. They got the side shows. They got, which we've talked about, the Scrubs and Suds foam tier dome party hosted by Shaggy, the Airhead, and Devereaux. They got the Electrified Crime Scene Blacklight Party with DJ Chunk and Clownvis going down. Two JCW events going down. One Thursday, one Friday. Now, let's start getting into the fucking lineup here. We got 
three hosts for each day. One host for each day of the gathering. Three hosts total. Thursday, we got Steve-O at Jackass. G- Steve-O will be at the fucking gathering this year. Him and Violent J squashed a beef that uh, Steve-O didn't really know about, but Violent J fucking held a grunge against dude. And then Friday, we, we got Chris Hansen, How to Fucking Catch a Predator. Himself, Friday, hosting the Bedlam stage at the gathering. And then on Saturday, we got the Rude Boy hosting the Bedlam stage. They're all hosting from 6 p.m. till midnight. And Rude Boy will be at the gathering. So, hope Rude Boy's doing good. You know, we talked about Rude Boy a couple weeks back with his GoFundMe. Um, looking for a new place to live and whatnot. So hope Rude Boy's doing good. Glad to see him at the fucking gathering this year. Well, let's start fucking getting into the lineup. We got the clown drip stage. This looks like it's the the smaller second stage, if you will, not main stage. So we got the clown uh the clown drip stage going the fuck down. We got openers. Starting at fucking noontime every day. You know, good luck performing. And, you know, that must suck being on stage in the middle of the day. Fucking sun busting on your ass on stage. But we got the night sets starting at fucking midnight. And on Thursday, we got Blase Rose, Shaggy the Airhead, Misery, and DJ Clay will be headlining the show. Dope to see Misery back at the gathering. DJ Clay will be headlining. Shout out to Clay. Friday night on the Clown Drip stage, we got Project Born. PJB will be in the motherfucking house. V Sinister. Remember V Sinister won the fucking the rap contest at one of the gatherings? What was it, like 0203? Released the EP on Psychopathic. That fucking just completely bombed. Nobody liked that shit. But B Sinister will be returning to the gathering this year. And then we got one of my favorite groups of all time, the Dayton Family, performing at 2.20 a.m. on the Clown Drip stage. Shoestring, bootleg, and backstabber of the Dayton Family. Fucking fire. Super dope that they're going to be at the gathering this year. And then headlining uh, Friday night on the Clown Drip stage is the Inner City Posse. Violent J, Shaggy 2 Dope. And Trey Pound will be performing Dog Beats in entirety. This will be, what, the third time that they've performed Dog Beats in its entirety? First time being at the Carnival of Carnage show. Where's the John Kick Jazz doc? Second time at, what was it? The, what was it, the last gathering that they had? They didn't do a fucking seminar. They just perform, came out as Inner City Posse and performed Dog Beats. And then they're going to be doing it again this year, headlining the Clown Drip stage on Friday night. So, super dope. On the Clown Drip stage, you know. Not too many big names on the Clown Drip stage, but again, it is the second stage. And it's usually like the midnight shows, the late night shows, where shit goes down. On the clown drips, you know, those second and sometimes third stages if they have them. But they only got two stages this year. And then you got the main stage, the bedlam stage this year. 
first night, Thursday, hosted by Steve-O with DJ Chunk. We got Nine Dead opening up the show. Never heard of them? Don't know. And then we got NASCAR Aloe. No idea who that is. Can't even comment on it. And then we got <laughs> Kid and Play. Fucking Kid and Play. Remember the House Party movies? One and two were dope. I think three was trash. But we got Kid and Play, Bedlam Stage, 750. And then we got DJ Paul in the motherfucking house at 850, Bedlam Stage, Thursday night. Uh, maybe they'll be doing some fucking Killjoy Club. I'm sure he'll be performing some 3 6 shit. Of course, he'll be performing some solo shit. Um, people were asking if he was going to be performing Killjoy Club at the gathering, and it kind of uh, led people to believe that he was. And then we got Vanilla Ice going on at fucking 950 Vanilla Ice. This dude's flipping houses. Dude's fucking rich as hell. Always been rich since the fucking To the Extreme days. This dude been smart as fuck with his money, and yet he still is down. To come play at the fucking gathering. This dude's been down for a minute. So shout out to Vanilla Ice. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. His album Hard to Swallow. That was produced by Ross Robinson. A new metal album was fucking fire. I don't give a shit what anybody says. All his other shit. Meh. But that Hard to Swallow album was fucking fire. I don't give a shit. And then headlining... Thursday night on the Bedlam stage is ICP's Bizarre Bizarre Show. Now, originally, we talked about it. They were supposed to do the Bizarre Bizarre Shows at the last gathering, last year's gathering. Each album, uh, you know, one album on one night and then the other album on the next night performed in its entirety. Well, that's not really going down this year. They're only going to be performing, uh, you know, Hand hand-picked cuts from both of the albums. So you're just gonna get a medley of both albums from Bizarre Bizarre. Still dope. Still dope. You know, it would have been better to see both albums performed front to back. Yeah, of course. But they're not doing it that way this year. You know, they're not gonna carry over from last year and do that. They're only gonna be performing some shit. And those Bizarre Bizarre albums are fire, so. Hopefully they perform some shit that they never performed before. You know they're going to perform Let's Go All The Way. They're going to perform Tilt The World. I'm trying to think of what other tracks that they perform off uh, those albums. But it would be dope to see, like, uh, What Live, Questions, fucking uh, We Gives No Fucks. I think that's a song that they play live, but I love that song, man. Maybe even the Pendulum's Promise. That's fucking tracks fire too. So, Bizarre Bizarre Show headlining. Thursday night, Bedlam stage, main stage. And then Friday night, it's going down being hosted by Chris Hansen with DJ Devereaux on the fucking ones and twos. Opening up the show is Zitro. Zitro, I don't know. Never heard of, heard of them. So, can't comment. And then we got Whitney Payton following Zytro. Shout out to Whitney Payton. She's returning to the gathering this year. 
So Whitney Payton will be throwing it down. And then after Whitney will be King, 8-10. We'll be throwing. I'm, I'm pretty sure they've played the gathering. I think they've toured with ICP a bunch. I don't know. Never listened to their music. If I have seen them live, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, they'll be playing. And then, you know, maybe one of the biggest names on the gathering this year, R.A. the Rugged Man, will be returning to the gathering this year. Shout out to R.A. the Rugged Man. He's the one who had the fucking legendary performance in, what was it, Oklahoma City, where the fucking sheriff shut the show down, and then he performed through a fucking megaphone, acapella, no beats, and that was... That gathering's like kind of regarded as the the worst gathering to ever go down. Not my words, other people's words, plenty of other people's words. Um all over fucking YouTube. And then following RA the Rugged Man is upon a burning body. Um don't know who they are. Sounds like some metal shit. Never heard of them. And then headlining Friday night is the fucking Ouija Mac. The Ouija Mac. I don't know why I said that. But Ouija Mac is headlining Friday night at the gathering of the Juggalos. Shout out to fucking Ouija Mac for grinding. Just steady fucking staying busy. Putting music out with the merch drops. Uh, He's going on fucking tour. I think he's on. I think the shit already started or is about to start leading up to the gathering. This dude deserves that headlining spot. At the gathering this year, without a fucking doubt, all all the mixtapes that he's put out again, all the merch, dude's steady growing the fucking fan base. Reps Juggalo super fucking hard. I'd say if anybody else on Psychopathic, but I don't know. I think he's the only artist on Psychopathic at this point. But regardless, this dude reps harder than a motherfucker. People love him. I fucking I love me some Ouija Mac. Props to Ouija Mac for getting that headline spot. And speaking of Ouija Mac, he talked about he's going to be releasing an exclusive gathering mixtape at this year's gathering. Uh, It's called Shit for Brains, as imagined by DJ Chunk. This looks like it'll almost be like a Fifty Shades of Ouija. I think that mixtape was called. I can't remember, but maybe some shit like that. I don't know. Maybe this will be all new music. Who the fuck knows? But we got a new mixtape from Ouija dropping exclusively at the gathering called Shit for Brains. So yeah, not only will he be headlining Friday night, he's got this exclusive mixtape. Super dope. And, you know, just another fucking, you know, the testament of the Ouija Max fucking grind. Dude doesn't stop. He's going to be dropping another mixtape at The Gathering. Let's get into Saturday, the final night. The Gathering short this year, only three fucking days. Saturday night, hosted by Rude Boy with DJ Clay on the ones and twos. Opening up the show will be Free Will. Uh, I'm not sure who Free Will is. I, I just don't know. Can't comment. And then we got Lardy B. Lardy B, a fucking, this is like the Weird Al of Cardi B. 
some chick just doing a Cardi B impersonation. And she somehow managed to fucking get main stage at the gathering. How the fuck this happened? I got no idea. Like, I feel like Dayton family could have got fucking main stage at the gathering. Ah, shit. Vanilla Ice. Fucking Misery. DJ Clay. Who else? Shit. Be Sinister. Project Born. Anybody else that was doing uh, the main shows on those clown drip stage could have taken this fucking place of Lardy B. I had to look it up when I saw it. I was like, Lardy B. I was like, the fuck? And it's just a Cardi B impersonator. And she's, yeah. We'll just leave it at that. And then we got following fucking fake ass Cardi B. We got Raven Black. No idea who that is. Um, but they'll be playing at the stage. A lot of people on the main stage this year I never fucking heard of. Raven Black, Lardy B, Free Will, uh, Zetro, NASCAR Aloe, Nine Dead. Who the fuck are these people playing main stage at the gathering this year? I got no idea. I, who the fuck are these people? I don't know. Uh, following Raven Black, we got Big Hoodoo. Big Hoodoo in the fucking building, repping the fucking hatchet. So it looks like we got, if there is, in fact, a psychopathic roster. The entire roster at the gathering. Ouija Mac and Big Hoodoo. And then following Big Hoodoo, you know, I said uh, R.A. might be the biggest name playing the gathering this year, but this dude right here might be as what well, you know, I don't know who's bigger, R.A. or Danny Brown, but Danny Brown throwing it down at the gathering this year. That's dope. So Danny Brown and R.A. the Rugged Man are like the biggest names at the gathering this year. Um, I'm not super familiar with Danny Brown outside of a couple features. He did what? When I'm clowning with ICP, like the music video version. And I thought that shit was pretty dope. Um, he did another feature with, uh, trying to think that I heard. I think it was LP on Cancer for Cure album. And then we got ICP headlining Saturday night on the Bedlam stage. Um, to close out the gathering as they always fucking do. So ICP will be closing out the gathering this year. You know, no real fucking surprises there, but that's how it goes. And a lot of people are complaining about the lineup on this show. We, you know, I just broke it down a whole lot of people. I don't know. That are actually main stage at the gathering this year. So. The question is. Is the gathering. Lineup a letdown this year. I'll say yes and no. I'll say. I'll say no. Oh wait. I'll say yes. Because. Of the standards. Past gatherings have given us. This. Lineup is a letdown. As a whole, as a whole, this lineup is a fucking letdown. But, and I don't think people are really taking this into consideration the way I fucking look at it. It's not really a letdown. The letdown would be that you didn't get another gathering this year. The letdown shouldn't be the lineup that they had to fucking throw together, 
you know, presumably at the last minute. I have no idea when they threw this shit together, but they have said in the past that usually they start preparing for the gathering a year ahead. Now, I'm sure every festival that was going down last year that had to postpone until this year locked down artists last year to play festivals this year. I don't know if any festivals are going down while the gathering is going down this year. I'm not a festival follower, if you will. But considering that, you know, we are still fucking in a pandemic and... I'm surprised that there is even a gathering this year. The lineup to me is not a letdown. Even though I don't know half the people that are fucking playing. I just think that, hey, you got a fucking gathering this year. I don't think you really have the option to be picky about who's playing the gathering. Because I don't really think Psychopathic really had much option out there to grab people. To play the gathering now, you could throw out the fuck. People will probably speculate and say, ah, they didn't have the fucking money to spend. I say bullshit because that fucking Patreon is pulling in money. That Patreon is pulling in money. Um, all those fucking auctions that they threw during those Patreons are pulling in money. Those $100 tickets for these shows is pulling in money. So they was definitely making money throughout this last year and a half while everything, you know, was shut down for damn near a year. I just think, hey, you got a fucking gathering this year. You know, I'm not going, so, I mean, there's no, I'm not disappointed, but if this was just another gathering and we weren't dealing with the the pandemic thing, I'd be like, yo, this fucking, this, this gathering ain't it, dog. You got fucking Lardy B on main stage Saturday night before ICP. The fuck? But. I mean, I'm still going to say what the fuck to that. Like, (laughs) I'll still say what the fuck to that, even though I'm trying to convince you to just be happy that there is a gathering. Like, I don't know why the fuck Lardy B has a main stage spot. Never even heard of her. And it's a fucking weird Al version of Cardi B. But anyway. I think just for the fact that there is a gathering this year. I can't tell people to fucking how to feel. But maybe take into consideration like, hey. At least we got a fucking gathering this year. At least we got that, right? I mean, I don't fucking know, man. By other gathering standards, yeah, it's a letdown. But under the circumstances, I think not. I don't think this is a fucking letdown. Um, I did see them post some shit about not fucking setting off fireworks at the gathering this year. I'm a big fucking... I'm a big uh, advocate for not lighting off fireworks and especially fucking shooting them off at the artists that are playing. Apparently, if you get caught at this year's gathering lighting off fireworks, you get a warning. Uh, Second time, what was it? You get, I think you just get fucking removed from the gathering, which you fucking should. I mean, you're in the middle of the fucking woods. You could set off some kind of forest fire type shit. 
Like, just ain't fucking smart, man. Don't fucking set off fireworks. Don't light fires and don't fuck up the porta potties. It ain't that hard. Ain't that fucking hard to do, you know, if you just mind your business with the porta potty. It ain't fucking bothering you. Leave the fucking porta potty alone. But, you know, they'll probably fuck the porta potties up like they do every year, so we'll just have to wait and see. But I really hope motherfuckers don't throw off or set off fireworks. At this year's gathering. Like, come the fuck on, man. Don't fucking do it. And then here's the lineup right here. I got the graphic. I know it'd probably be hard to see on fucking YouTube or whatever. But there's the uh, the timeline right there for everything going down at the gathering. And, you know, three days. It's short. But I feel like it's... Pretty fucking sweet. Just because you're getting a fucking gathering, man. You're just... You're getting a gathering. There's not as much to do, it seems like, at the gathering this year. Who knows if they'll have carnival rides and shit. Uh, I gotta assume they will. They they got that shit every year, right? Gotta assume. Um, But yeah, I think... Instead of bitching about the lineup, maybe just be happy... That a fucking gathering is going. I understand why you would be fucking upset at the lineup. But I think under the circumstances, this year could get a pass for that shit. And yeah, everybody that's going to the fucking gathering this year, I hope you have a fucking fantastic fucking time. I hope everybody fucking stays safe. All that good shit. Don't fucking set off fireworks, like I said. Don't set fires. No dumb shit. Please don't do it. <sighs> but let's keep it fucking rolling here. In the Gathering of the Juggalos program that they sent out, the very first thing you fucking see outside of the main flyer of the program is the official, new official release date for Yum Yum Bedlam. That's right. Yum Yum Bedlam has a fucking release date yet again. I think this is the third one. First one was supposed to be Christmas of last year. Second one was what? March 5th. And now we got a new release date. It's not even a fucking release date. Like, they don't give us a specific date. But they said... They said, uh, Yum Yum Bedlam, the fifth card of the second deck arises, Hollow Wicked 2021. So whenever Hollow Wicked is going down this year, Yum Yum Bedlam will be dropping. Let's look at the calendar real quick. Halloween is on a Sunday this year. Maybe it'll drop on the 29th, you know? Or maybe it'll actually drop on Halloween. Sunday on Halloween, Yum Yum Bedlam. But we finally got a new release date. I did see some shit on Twitter saying, uh, during the infomercial, Violent J said that Shaggy the Airhead has eight beats on Yum Yum Bedlam. And that's all the info that they heard about Yum Yum Bedlam on the infomercial. I forgot to break down the fucking infomercial. Like, they were just in Violent J's house, it looked like. They didn't have fucking Guy Gorfee and Fats Pepper. 
I forgot that Psychopathic Records sold the fucking offices. I forgot that they don't even have a fucking headquarters anymore. They're a record label without an office. <laughs> They're literally uh, running out of Alan J's house, presumably, at this point. So, uh, yeah. Because I, I did see a clip uh, somewhere. Someone did post a clip of the uh, quote-unquote infomercial. It was just ICP and Jump Steady and not Fats Pepper and Guy Gorfey with the fresh-ass news green screen and all that shit. But, yum yum bedlam. The release date. Apparently Shaggy the Airhead has eight beats on it. I'm not familiar with Shaggy the Airhead. I just don't fucking know uh, what his shit sounds like. But it kind of scares me thinking that Shaggy the Airhead has eight beats on a Joker's Card album. You know? Uh, what about dudes like Seven? Uh, Devereaux, I gotta assume Devereaux got a bunch of beats on here as well. I hope anyway, you know, fingers crossed. I don't, I, I don't know. The expectations are, I don't know if I have any expectations for Yum Yum Bedlam at this point. Yum Yum's Lure was such a disappointment, was such a letdown, just was not it. Yeah, the to me, the Halloween EP and the bonus tracks that they threw on there were pretty fresh. But Yum Yum's Lure, I hope none of, you know, I, they said, pretty sure, and we said it, talked about it on the show before, that none of those tracks will be on the album. And, you know, thankfully, none of those tracks will be on the album. All, all, although, that first track on that Lure CD was fucking fire. Fire. That would have been a great opener to the album. But maybe they got a better opener now. I don't know. But it kind of scares me what we're going to get with Yum Yum Bedlam. We just don't fucking know. There's like no info about it. But I guess that's how every fucking Joker's card really is. They never really give you that much info about a Joker's card before it drops. And if it does drop on Hollow Wicked, we got to be getting a fucking single pretty soon, right? Like we're in, we're in August now. A little more than a month and a half away, Yum Yum Bedlam will be here. Hopefully. Fingers fucking crossed. It's been delayed almost a fucking year. And that's another thing. Because it's been delayed another year, it took them a damn near a year to get the album done when they originally said it was going to be out on Christmas. Like, was that the, the first go-around of the Joker's card not that good? Were they trying to catch feelers for the album with the Yum Yum Lur CD? I don't know, man. I you know, Feelers Fred Fury was a dope album, in my opinion. I fucking love that album. It was it was such a good comeback for ICP after the Missing Link albums. You know, so I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous about this Yum Yum Bedlam shit. You know, the Yum Yum Flower. The best looking Joker's card of the second deck. In my opinion. So I guess we'll just have to fucking wait and see. You know, who the fuck knows? They don't give us news, but they don't ever really give us news on Joker's cards. Anyway. 
And speaking of not giving us any fucking news, which they've become pretty good at doing uh, in recent times, I made a post, you know, the Yum Yum Bedlam shit, thinking about how it got pushed back and all that got my the gears in my brain turning. I was like, hey, what happened to the fucking Bloody Brothers single? And I posted about it on Twitter. You know, people that were subscribed to the June Patreon streams haven't heard anything about the Bloody Brothers single that was supposed to be given away. So no word on that. No word. I haven't heard uh, anybody say that they dropped any information during the infomercial for the gathering about the Bloody Brothers single. So, you know, here we are again with, you know, the the quote-unquote, the benefits from the Patreon that you're supposed to receive and people still haven't fucking received them. I'm still seeing people saying that they haven't even got the October gift bags or December gift bags from last year. And what the fuck, people, people, um, they say they email, they filled out the form, they've done everything fucking possible to get it. I mean, they were selling Yum Yum Lur CDs at the, the psychopathic goodbye sale, fucking goodbye warehouse sale a couple months back. They were fucking selling Yum Yum Lur CDs there, like, and people still haven't even fucking got them from the Patreon, so it's crazy, you know. I'll say allegedly people haven't got them. I, I I don't doubt that people haven't fucking got them. But goddamn, man, have a better have better communication with the fucking fans, man. I've said it a million fucking times. Have better communication with the fans. Let people know what the fuck is going on with their shit. You know. But yeah. Where the fuck is Bloody Bloody Brothers? You know, people were fucking when I posted up about the Yum Yum Bedlam shit on social media. Liter pretty much, I'd say at least ninety nine percent of the comments were like, "Yeah, right. We ain't getting that shit at Hollow Wicked. That shit ain't fucking dropping." <laughs> you know. And I posted like, y'all motherfuckers, y'all ain't got no faith in this shit. But I think it's uh, deservedly fucking so, man. You know, just the the lack of communication. You know, the the silence is fucking deafening. That that fucking saying right there. So people don't believe Yum Yum Bedlam will be out during Hollow Wicked. People are saying Bloody Brothers is fucking never going to drop still. You know, even though they promised a single for it, for the Patreon, uh, June subscribers of the Patreon, they were supposed to give the CD away at the, the Hootin' Annie Hoedown at the end of June, and shit wasn't ready then, so, and it don't seem like it's ready now. They got the gathering in a couple weeks. Uh, you might be lucky to get a fucking Hootin' Annie, uh, not a Hootin' Annie, a fucking Bloody Brothers CD single this year. But I guess we'll have to fucking wait and see. But yeah. That's my fucking take of uh everything going down psychopathic this year. Uh, you know, for the gathering and whatnot. Who's gonna cop me that Ouija Max CD? 
Copy. Give me that Ouija Max CD at the gathering, and I'll I'll give you a fucking hug. If we, you know, if we ever meet in person, I'll give you a big old fucking hug. And uh, yeah, and I appreciate it very much. So, but let's get into some. Uh, let's get into some more news. Let's get into a little bit of fucking Esham news. Esham's been. Psyops this, Psyops that, Psyops is fucking coming. That's the name of his new album. No release date for it. He says it's going to be the most experimental album he's ever released. And this dude's been experimenting with sounds for damn near two decades at this point. So, he's got some new shit dropping. Isham, the godfather of the wicked shit. Psyops. I bet this will be some shit with a live band. Like, he'd been touring with a live band on his last couple tours. So I bet this shit will be with a live band. That single that he put out a few months back, uh, that was like, that was a cover of some song, right? And that was like some rock shit with like a live band, if I'm not kidding. You know, RN, RN. That was a single that dropped uh, in May. So it was like three months ago. But new Esham is coming. No release date for it yet. But, you know, be on the lookout for that shit. Let's get into uh get into a little bit of uh Magic Ninja news. Let's talk about fucking Boondocks. He dropped a single last week, 187, off his new album Crypto Dirt. This past Friday, they put up the pre-orders for Turncoat Dirty's Crypto Dirt. Up on uh, the Mob Style web store. Uh, you know, this is a collaboration between Mob Style and Magic Ninja. They got uh, two options for pre-order packs. One is just the CD, a Digipack CD. And then we got pre-order option number two, which comes with the Digipack CD, a Crypto Dirt Mind and Hell variant CD. This shit looks ill. The variant CD. You got the fucking coin on the cover. The green spine. Like, I, I love the press. Like, Buckshot just knows what the fuck he's doing, man. He really does. Um, The, the variant CD comes with two extra bonus songs. Uh, a 3D dirt coin. So, another fucking coin to add to the collection. You know, I don't have it right here with me. But they had the, uh, the Cabal coin. For the Cabal album that dropped. And that coin was fucking dope. That shit was fucking... Of all the strange coins, psychopathic coins that I fucking have, M&E coins, that fucking Cabal coin is fire. And if this Boondocks one is of the same quality, that, that shit's gonna be fucking dope. Those coins are fire. And I don't, you know, I don't really even care for coins, but this shit look fucking, fucking dope, man. And then we got uh, a 187 embroidered football jersey and an autographed 12 by 12 flat. The jersey is going to be fucking high quality. You know, I got my jersey with the Cabal box set. My first jersey in fucking damn near 20 years. And I only had a handful of jerseys back in the day. I had like a Ringmaster hockey jersey. I had the fuck i had a twisted mirror mirror football jersey i had the twisted detroit red wings style hockey jersey that shit was fire i had the uh i think it was the detroit lions jamie madrox 
football jersey that was limited to 75 and I sold that shit. Oh, dumbass. And what else? I had a, I had a oh, the, the green and black freak show jersey. That was my favorite fucking jersey, and I wish I didn't sell, sell that one. That and the Ringmaster jersey. Those were my two fucking favorites. And not that I would even wear them now. I just kind of wish I had them. But, yeah. The fuck was the whole point of this? Jerseys, quality. Oh, the, the Boondocks jersey. And the Cabal jersey. I got the fucking Cabal jersey. My first jersey in fucking damn near two fucking decades. And I gotta, I've seen pictures of the Boondocks jersey. Looks just as fucking good as the Cabal jersey as far as quality goes. Like, the, the embroidery on that bitch is fucking legit. So the Boondocks Crypto Dirt pre-orders are up now. Go cop that shit if you ain't already fucking did it. Apparently, they're already uh, almost sold out of the jersey pre-orders. You know, there was only two options. You know, one, the Digipack CD, and then the other one with the jersey and the uh, the, the variant CD. And they're already almost sold out of that shit. I think it was limited to 150. Um, I can't remember if it was Boondocks or Buckshot said it, but I think they said it was only limited to 150 and they're already almost sold out of that shit. So cop that shit if you ain't fucking copped it already. Now let's keep it M&E fucking related. We talked about it last week. A la Zuli Lou announced... Camp Zool going down this year, November 12th and 13th. They announced the location. It's going down at Terratown in Williamsburg, Ohio. I looked up Terratown, and it looks like a haunted attraction in Ohio that runs throughout the month of October. And it looks like uh, Zool managed to fucking convince them to keep the shit going for, you know, into November for Camp Zool. So it's like a haunted attraction. I don't know how it works. If it's some outdoor type shit. Like are people really going to be camping outside. <laughs> at Camp Zool. Or are there going to be hotels and shit. Like November. It's got to be fucking cold in November in Ohio right. Like it's got to be. Like it's. I, all I know in New England. It's fucking brick. Cold as fuck in November. And, no, and like winter ain't even fucking hit yet. And it's cold as shit in November. But hey. I guess when you're in fucking hell. Hellfire and brimstone with fucking Zool boys. I guess you'll just be fucking warm. Just warm enough to fucking pop off at fucking Camp Zool. Terratown, Williamsburg, Ohio. November 12th and 13th. I'm sure they got some ill shit planned. Merch. Fucking performances. All that shit. So shout out to fucking Zool for throwing their own little fucking festival of sorts. Fucking fancy. And then speaking of fucking festivals and gatherings and shit of that nature, we got Attack of the Ninjas. Attack of the Ninjas is going down during Astronomicon this year. We got the Attack of the Ninjas show. We talked about it. Everybody from m and Welcome to the Underground, excuse me, is performing at the show as they usually do. And it was revealed that there is a full-length album dropping at the Attack of the Ninjas show called 
Attack of the Ninjas, the album. Apparently, people were complaining about the cover art for this shit. Uh, I don't fucking mind the cover art. It's just the fucking M&E logo with a fucking... I don't know, some kind of fucking helmet. It reminds me of Shredder from the Ninja Turtles. I don't know. I don't I don't think the cover looks fucking bad. I don't mind the M&E logo. Um, but the album is fucking dropping. This looks like it'll be a fucking part two of Year of the Sword. It's going to have everybody from M&E, Welcome to the Underground, on the album. So, yeah. I wonder if... They, they said it's an, an Attack of the Ninjas exclusive. Which it fucking very mu- well might be. But maybe they'll release it again with a different cover. I don't know. Here's to me hoping. If not, anybody that's attending Attack of the Ninjas this year, much like the Ouija Max CD at the fucking gathering, uh, if you could be just fucking so kind-hearted to try to fucking weasel your way to a fucking second copy from me, you know, because I'm selfish and just think about myself because I'm a collector and whatnot, but fuck, man. Exclusive CDs. I'll end up probably having to fucking buy it through the museum. But I want to hear it. It's like, you're the sword part two. Buckshot, he commented on my fucking Twitter post saying, you know, this album's fucking fire. There's a bunch of surprises on here people aren't expecting or won't be expecting. Fuck, man. I wish I had the album. But is what it is, I suppose. But you can cop that shit at Attack of the Ninjas. It'll be free to everybody that's attending. At Attack of the Ninjas. So yeah, that's fucking dope, man. That Year of the Sword album was fucking fire. That Year of the Sword album was really good. Especially a, like a collaboration album. A label collaboration album. Like you, Sometimes that shit just don't work. But they, they, that shit worked for them on that album. That shit was fucking dope. And uh, yeah. Attack of the Ninjas going down the same time at the fucking gathering. Coincidence? No. But we've already talked about that. And then Twisted revealed that during Astronomicon, they're bringing back the seminar, the Twisted Seminar. Uh, Sunday at 4 p.m. at Astronomicon 4, the Twisted Seminar is back. So, yeah. Who knows what fucking news they'll be dropping at uh, the seminar. Hopefully, they'll be talking about Venomous 5 dropping, you know, this uh, this Fright Fest, if you will, Halloween season. You know, fingers crossed for that shit, but Twisted Seminar is fucking returning at Astronomicon, so peep that shit, man. You know, I know Astronomicon and The Gathering are going down at the same fucking time. It's quite unfortunate for the fucking Juggalos that, uh, People can't put fucking egos aside and bullshit aside, you know, for the fans. And now fans have to fucking decide what event they're going to. And I'm going to look again. Um... On the website where the gathering is going down this year. 
to see. Nope. The Gathering of the Juggalos is still the only event scheduled for Legend Valley this year. So they, I fucking will still maintain, they could have picked any other weekend, but they insisted to pick the fucking same weekend as the uh, Attack of the Ninjas and uh, Astronomicon. Just to fucking hurt the other side. But really, you're fucking hurting the fans. But, man, who gives a fuck? My ego's too big for this shit, so... Bullshit. But let's fucking, uh... Couple more releases. I meant to talk about this last week. Magic Deuce. I've been a fan of Magic Deuce since Irish Killer. He dropped a brand new single. It was actually last week he dropped the single. Forgot to talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it this week called Flyway and it's up on all digitals now. It's more of some this is more of a mainstream type sounding shit from Magic Deuce. Not that hardcore kind of, you know, underground rap shit that I'm more accustomed to from Magic Deuce. You know, this dude's fucking dope. Raps his ass off. And I you know, I'm a fan and so he dropped a new single. It's out Go peep the shit. And then another project I wanted to talk about was Mav of The Cloth. I talk about The Cloth all the time. I was talking about Riggs. What was it? Was it fucking last week? Talking about Riggs or the week before he dropped a fire-ass album. Well, Mav of The Cloth dropped a new album with DJ Swab. Album's called A Luxury You Can't Afford If You Like That Grimy New York Hip Hop. Peep this shit. This isn't the strongest shit Mav has put out, in my opinion, but it's still a dope listen. Uh, I've listened to it a couple times. I think it dropped on Thursday, so I kind of wasn't interfered by anything that dropped on Friday, even though not much dropped on Friday anyway. But I did get a couple listens through. And not the strongest shit he's put out, but still a dope listen, in my personal opinion. And, uh, yeah. Go peep that shit. And all that good shit. And that's going to fucking wrap it up this week. For this week's episode. Episode 148 in the motherfucking bag. Shout out to everybody that's fucking still tuned in. 58 minutes and 58 seconds in. Shout out to you. You're the fucking real winner. I love you. I'll hug you. All that good shit. Much fucking love, man. I don't know what else to say gathering lineup is not a fucking letdown considering that there is a fucking gathering going down this year and I think you should just be you know excited that there's a fucking gathering but I'm gonna wrap it up and I'm gonna bounce the fuck up out of here I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast and until next time I'm out peace peace